This podcast is brought to you by Clean Cup Coffee, 100% organic, non-GMO coffee delivered straight to your door. They're not just coffee beans. They got all sorts of coffee products from soaps to candles. Place your order today at cleancupcoffee.com. You got any questions or comments while you're listening? Feel free to use the hashtag RacesRecap. If you want to see the video versions of this podcast, check it out at RacesRecap.com. Look forward to chatting with hey you. Hey, what do you say there, world? Welcome to the Racers Recap. My name's Justin. I'm James Earl. It's Corey. Diana is in the chat room, and we are lucky and fortunate enough to be joined by this season's Team Ocean Rescue and newly engaged Lucas and... Hi. Hi. What's up, y'all? I'm just going to start waving like this. Just sit the whole time like this with your hands. Just model it. That's what I would do. Your wrist is going to get tired. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Got that stroke wrist. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, how is the race? How's it been since the race? I know you guys are uh, unfortunately got on the bad side of the Jody Army, the only people you don't want to piss off in this current season's fan base. Yeah. Anybody else? You would you would have heard like six people say something. That people, you got like forty thousand fans. So, are you guys uh, soaking up the good, or are you fighting against the bad? Um, you know, I'm I'm very thin skinned. I'm a very sensitive kind of compassionate kind of person, and I would really not say mean things to other people if I could help it. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. We know what we were getting ourselves into, and I kind of went into it thinking that, you know, feeling a certain way, and now that I'm out of it, I feel a completely different way. <laughs> and it's crazy how things just go, and they change from one moment to the next, especially as the episodes air and um, and the edits, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to get it out of the way right now in the beginning so we could focus on the good stuff. And yeah. uh, so editing is definitely a big part of the race. Yeah. The way it's making it look is like next week, it's going to go down and we are going to see all the claws and the fighting and nobody's going to be like all prim and proper. And it seems about the right time in the race when people start. No, no, this is when people start getting really tired, really hungry. You're, you've lost 10 pounds by this point in time. Like, oh, I gained. I gained. Huh? How did you gain? I lost like 20 pounds during the race. How did you gain? Oh, I wish. Well, because when you're vegetarian, you know, a lot of places think that you know, bread and cheese are... I think we eat a lot of crackers yeah, and we, chips whenever you can be, stuff your face. Because you're, you're so hungry half the race and, you know, you're so limited, so we ate a lot of carbs. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I wasn't training as much as I normally do. Like, on a daily basis, I, I you know... And like oh, so this is like a step back. down for you. Like. Yes, 100%, yeah. And well, like you said, James, it starts to get more competitive and you don't want to get kicked off the race, so, you know, you start to do what you can to stay on. Oh, Which yeah. means you store up your fat. Hey, <laughs> that's... Cool places. That's exactly why last week I was saying I was excited for the double elimination episode because I know it's going to get more cutthroat as we go yeah. forward. So, I just want to say hey to Eric from One Team Firefighters Hi. in the chat. I love Eric. Diana's in the chat, and Team Motion Rescue is actually in the chat currently as well. So, I don't... thank you guys. Feel free to thumbs up, like, and share so everybody else can join and have some fun. You guys ready to get this started? Yeah, let's do it. All right, leg four. We're going from Morocco to Nice to Saint-Tropez, France. Some of the most beautiful places in all of Europe, and you guys got to see this. As soon as you get there, it's like right from Africa, we're going to one of the most beautiful places in Europe. Uh, for initial reactions, uh, James Earl, when you saw Saint-Tropez, France, very jealous, or you're like, I'm tired of France already? 
Uh, so France was not my happiest moment. So uh, <laughs> living France is a little tough. No, it was an awesome. I think there was a beautiful lid that they'd have to do some cool stuff in. But like, there's two places that like always make my stomach churn, and it's France and India. So like, <laughs> it's tough for me on those two places. Well, <clears throat> uh, I-, I hear you, James Earl. Um, not James. Sorry, Corey. What do you think about France? I mean, it's I- like six seasons in a row of six, five out of six seasons there in France. I mean, it was. I liked it. It showed a whole different part of France than what we experienced when we were there. I mean, we did all winter. We did all snow. Uh, the whole time we were in Chamonix. So I, I enjoyed seeing a different part of France. I didn't mind it, but I, I definitely was paying attention that it's been so many in a row, it seems. I don't, I don't want to divert, but I have a crush on somebody who's in the chat room right now. After these last two episodes, no, Jen, Jen from Team uh, Team Extremes in the chat room. Jen, okay. I saw you on TV last night. You were on the at the TV restaurant doing your like commentary. She's <laughs> so famous, good. y'all. She's famous. <laughs> Well, that's cool. I, we really appreciate you guys when you come hang out in the chat room uh, so we can answer the questions that they have. All right. So Cody has no idea that uh, what San Tropez is, but Jess knows what it is. It's an island. No, I think she said in Ireland. In Ireland? Even way, that's worse. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't have known what that was. Like, I half the time said, I was reading those themes, I didn't know where we were going. I thought she said, no, it's an island. And I'm like, no, it's like a peninsula or something. Like, it's just kind of. But anyway, uh, I, I love the fact that Cody's straight up honest. If it ain't American, I don't know what it is. Like, it, it just seems like if it doesn't have red, white, and blue, no clue what it is. He's just a good old boy. He is good old Texas boy. So we got a very close race up in the front. We got Team Yale, Team Indy, Team Extreme, Well Strong, Big Brother, all within, what, like four minutes of each other right up in the front. Yep. Really, really tight, but obviously it doesn't matter. Everybody's on the same flight. Another another bunch point. You guys okay with bunch points every leg? I think it's just something that you just have to accept at this point. And remember, when you're on the race, like, you hate the bunch points when you're at the front. When you're at the back, you're like, we yes, please. I love yes. For us, it was working out. We were, at that point, we were like, okay, yes, yeah. yes. So you love them now, but Ned's led, you're going to be like, damn it, there's oh. a bunch point. <laughs> yeah, everybody's caught up already? Yeah, I hate it. All right, so everybody's on the same flight. Uh, Team Extreme says adrenaline is, adrenaline is addictive. Okay. All right. See, this is one thing I want to talk about. Adrenaline is the one thing that people cannot prepare for on the race. You guys happen to have a job where adrenaline is probably the thing that sets you off. You see somebody in danger and it's like instant adrenaline. So is there any kind of training to help deal with adrenaline? Um, I like I think when it. When you're talking about our job, we're very well prepared. We're very much, we have our protocols, we have our training, we know exactly what to do in a situation, and we're really good at, at making it up as we go if we need to improvise. But when it comes to the race, you're not trained to do that, anything, like that shit, quite frankly. So it's it's like a slap in the face, especially the first leg. You know, if you, if, if you didn't have the benefit of going on the race with recaps and really looking at the behind the scenes, you have no idea. And we had like... We were told four days before that we were going. Wow. So, <laughs> wow. So y'all yeah, like outfits and everything together that quickly? It, we, well, I try to watch as many seasons as I could really yeah, quick. So I was like every day just watching, watching, watching it. But you don't get wow. to see all what, what it takes. How do people get maps? How do you, where do you eat? Where do you go to the bathroom? Like none of that's shown. 
and it's through the editing. And we were trying to figure this out in the first five legs of this race until, you know, we got to France yeah, and we man. started to figure it out. In Morocco itself, before we left, we actually, we, we spoke Spanish there. We actually did very well in Morocco. And when we the were at the travel agent. agency, they gave us a map. He spoke Central. perfect Spanish, yeah. FYI. They gave us a map. We were finally excited. We knew where we were going. And trying to find that first location, we, we realized that they gave us the wrong direction. So we went back and got better directions. So we were positive. We were like, oh, we, we got this. We're going to Sancho Pay. We have water. We're going to go sail. It's going to be perfect. And oh. then it wasn't that at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then the improvising came. Yeah, we were actually, in, to get into Sancho Pay, we were actually right behind Big Brother. And uh, they, we, turned they turned off and we turned. And at that point, I thought we thought we were in Sancho Pay. And that's where you see the whole kind of argument, me breaking down and frustrated because I was sick of being lost. I was sick of getting lost. Yeah, he was just really frustrated <clears throat> being lost. And, you know, as athletes, you know, it's really hard to train really hard for something, go into something 100% prepared and have the confidence and know that you're going to do it. And then on the flip side, going to something that you're absolutely not prepared for um, yeah. whatsoever, besides the skills that you might may or may not have. and. No. It's let me so let me ask you a question. I guess Corey and um, you two, uh, the self drive legs. It seems like whenever there's a self drive leg, it really breaks down somebody. One team seems to really break down another team, and the yeah. self drive seems to do it. it. Does that seem to add something extra that caused you to riff? No, I think it was equally ridiculous. Are getting lost even with calves and walking. <laughs> I think walking might have been worse. And they, they do an excellent job on the race to yeah. put those directions or put those clues just far enough to make you second guess everything. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're driving, you're driving, you're like, oh my god, we're so really lost. And no, if you would have kept going, you would have found the Five location. Minutes, and it right it's just they have it perfectly done where you second guess yourself every time. I mean, I would definitely say the driving adds to a frustration. It, it was one of the only times that Tyler and I fought in uh, the entire time we were on the race. And for us, it every team fought that leg. Matt and Dana luckily fought more than any of us that leg. So they didn't really show anyone else arguing. But I know I, I validate any of the frustrations the self-drive teams feel because I know every single one of the teams that were left when we were in Dubai on my season fought that day over driving because it's like, it's just so frustrating to not know where you're going and to and not have speak a language. So, and you always want to blame somebody always wants to blame somebody else. It's hard to accept blame in those situations. Well, yeah, here's absolutely. the issue with that too, is when you're getting frustrated in real life, you have all of these other outlets to get your frustrations, right? So you can like text your best friend. You can walk away and like just yell at the wall, but, like on the use race. GPS. Right. Yeah, use GPS. <laughs> but like on the race, it's just you and your partner, like period. So like the only person you have to express any emotion to is your partner. So if you're frustrated, you're going to take it out on them. If you're happy, like you're going to share in the happiness, but like I, there's no other avenue. Yeah. And that's why we created pineapple. <laughs> pineapple! <laughs> but we should have used it in this light. But, yeah, it but. was it was more of a, for the record, uh, a, an emotional safe word more than a, any safe. other kind of safe word, you know? I don't, I don't know about that. We're going to get to that later. Yeah. We'll talk about that later because there's some other some, some stuff that, that, that you kind of throw in here that leads to me to think otherwise. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we'll figure, We'll get there. Team Slam Dunk says sorry to all of the 29 seasons of past races that he yelled at saying, I, it is harder than it looks we i am sorry mr nba champ is apologizing do you guys agree it's a lot harder than it looks on tv yeah absolutely 
it just there's so many things that are not shown on there that I think on purpose they kind of hide that information. So when people get on that race, they it's can just, have that kind of frustration. You can, you can have that frustration. That they can have people like me that break that. <laughs> and even I mean, you guys as competitors and us that we just finished doing this race. Um, I don't want to share all that information. The next person oh, no. comes in has to be able to deal with that stress. It's part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I share enough, but like, there's still oh, some mean. secrets. Yeah. <laughs> so mean. Yes. Or well, they have but, to they have to dig deep and watch every episode of Races Recap, and you put it all together, I mean, and then you got them. But I still think even if you did all that, like in your head, you can't figure out how hard it's actually going to be. Yeah. Like yeah. I think you'd be like, oh, it's going to be hard, but like. Whatever you're imagining, it's much worse. Yes. All right. So Team Ocean Rescue sitting here talking about marriage, of course, and Brittany's <laughs> parents are not sure Lucas wants to marry her. Oh. How do they feel now, Brittany? Uh, I mean, he's extremely happy. He's My father is an amazing guy. He's so supportive. And I think that he has nothing but my best interests at heart. And he is hands down the most amazing guy I have ever had in my life. And I've had a couple other, you know, wonderful people that have been like fathers to me too but my father just holds a special place in my heart so and we and i don't want people to get the wrong idea we get along with him i mean i he, i love him just as much and um the family we get along very well his family my family are fa- actually our fathers met before we met <laughs> i know wow. it sounds True weird story. True her dad's story. a boat captain and my father's a pilot and my father flew to the bahamas in eleuthera and her dad actually drove Delivered a boat. boat over there and he Brought flew him back. back and talked and then one day, the first kind of week that we started to date, I told my dad, hey, look, can you fly me this girl over to the Bahamas? And we flew over there. She came back and she- Hold on, that's such a pimp move. And dad, can you fly <laughs> me some girl over to the Bahamas? Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, you know. <laughs> so back. <laughs> I was the one, okay? Justin, accept it. I have no I game, it. so I had to use everything I could. <laughs> hey. Hashtag I- no game. Hashtag, you flew, so you got a private plane to the Bahamas. Hashtag game. All right. All right. So uh, firefighters are having a hard time with the stick shift. Let's get to it. They said something that it's not a normal stick shift. You have to do something. But they wind up looking like Fred Flintstone getting out, pushing it, moving it back and forth. Explain the stick shift to us, please. I grew up with a stick shift car. My first car was stick shift. Difference is when you get to Europe, I've never seen or I've never driven a Renault. And I've never seen the R and the first year next to each other where you can't get to the R. Every time we would try to push it over. You, you, you would, every time you would try to Every time I would push it over, I would be in first gear. So apparently you have to lift it, get out of the locking system and there's, then go to the there's reverse. There's a little ring on the huh. shaft. Which is the same color as a stick shift. And, oh yeah, and, 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 and see, I don't into reverse. She, she's good. I grew up in Mexico, and my first car was a stick shift. And, and there's a lot of European and, cars yeah, in Mexico. Um, and I'm, I, I know how to work a shaft. You know, she knows how to work a stick. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, folks. Sorry. Hey. I love it. No, I love it. Keep going. <laughs> uh, uh, my question in that situation, like I get that that reverse would be frustrated, but some of the positions their cars got in, like they were pushing themselves out of. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> like, how did they even get their car into that position? <laughs> I, I know the first time I tried to reverse. Luckily for me, I was up on a hill, so all I did was put it in neutral and it rolled down, and I was able to get out. And then Brittany was like. Is there you lift it up or you push it down? And then I was like, oh, oh, okay, now it makes sense. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, hashtag fun fact. Uh, <laughs> I once drove across the country from Philadelphia to Phoenix in a uh, pickup truck that had no reverse. Oh, fun. 
Did so, you push off the wall too? I actually always used hills. Uh, I used hills and uh, flat land. When when you're on flat land, you can kind of use one yeah. leg to kind of get some momentum going. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the strategy. All right. So the firefighters weren't just a bunch of like non-prepared people. Everybody's no. screaming no, at the TV. No. No. Come on, roll number five. Learn the stick shift before you go on the amazing race. Well, they did. They, like you, no, they say they were driving. It yeah. just the reverse got them into an issue. Yeah. Okay, so there is different ways. So there are different types of stick shift, and I love the fact that they threw that in. If they did it on purpose, kudos to the producers. <laughs> I love watching people struggle a little bit. All right, Team Extreme is drooling at the beautiful mountains that they're seeing. Mm-hmm. They are thinking about ditching the race and going for a quick ski. They'll probably still have time to catch up. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Uh, Team Indy raced here for six years, so they've driven on those roads. Uh, Do you think that was a big advantage for them? Well, it seemed like a lot of the teams, uh, depending on what leg we went to, had kind of visited there before. So I know um, uh, Team Yale went to Morocco, so we're like, oh, no, great. What team knows this country now? And this one specifically was Team Indy. He's raced over there before, so he knew it. And it was, you know, you were trying to keep up with them. But uh, obviously there is rules. They can't just go speeding off. But I just lost them. I couldn't find them. And uh, if not, I would stay right behind them the whole trip. Yeah, okay. Wait, so y'all knew. Y'all knew that they knew the area. Yeah, we knew that they, they knew oh, the area. So. If I'm that person on the race, I keep that so close to the chest. I'm like, I've never been here before in my life. <laughs> yeah, our, our team, um, not our team, our, our, group our group of was, people, we all got along really well. And we were competitive, but we were competitive. As soon as the we got off the plane yeah. and we were ready to race, we raced competitively. Yeah. And there might not have been helping and – you know, that part was competitive, but we wanted it kind of, we all kind of had like a fair race. I also feel that because we were all either athletes or some kind of um, competitors per se, you know, there's, there's a sportsmanship aspect there that we all respect each other and respect um, what everybody brings to the table. And if you're better than me, you're just better than me, you know, and there's, there's, it changes the game a little bit. We're not so much into mind games. I'll you know, see if that. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it might. I'm just saying I'm not oversharing. <laughs> no, no. <clears throat> I'm just thinking of the way she's saying, like we're all athletes, we all have sportsmanship, and then I'm thinking, I'm like, what team left is not real athletes and may not show sportsmanship? We'll, well find they're out. a strong team. No, they're a strong team. There's a reason. There's a reason they're a strong team. You know, they're doing really well in the race because they know the race and they work the race. You know, we'll there's see. all aspects. It's just the majority of the cast, I guess, is a, you know, different feel, but Hey, um, don't go off the previews. You should know better than to go off the edits. I know, but I have you here. So I'm leading you into saying, Oh, I know you're pushing my button. (laughs) Right. Jess, Jess asks Cody to move here. He says, not unless they have the constitution and the bill of rights. Cody's big on big, big on the USA. He said, all right. (laughs) Big on the USA. Well, let's just skip right past that. Let's get to the speed bump. Cedric and Sean had to stack a set of 15 of these boats in numerical order. What do you think about the speed bump? Oh, this was a perfect speed bump. I'll you like, this is the ideal of what a speed bump should be. It's something that doesn't take forever. It tires you out a little bit, and there's still some room for error. So it's not like I'm sitting and eating an ice cream cone. Like you start, <laughs> you start like did them numerically, and I think it was just enough to tire them out without completely destroying them. Yeah. I liked it too. I was a, I was a fan of it. I thought it was fair. Uh, I didn't mind that it was as physical as it was. I, I, I thought it was a good one. 
I love it because no matter how fast you did it, you're going to be tired. So you could do it super fast and be tired. You could do it slowly. You're still going to be tired. So I like that aspect of it. As racers on the race, do you think that was a fair speed bump for them? Um, I think so. I didn't, I see, it. I didn't see it until we saw it on the show. I didn't know they did that. But um, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to pick up 15 little boats. So, right. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they probably did it so, I mean, easily. Yeah, they didn't it didn't even affect look, them. Yeah. The sailing yeah. affected them a little bit more. <laughs> yeah sailing seemed to affect everybody so let's get to it the roadblock you just had to take this the most used uh sailboat for teaching people how to sail it only has like three things Called an optimist an optimist sorry a three <laughs> optimist dinghy that there's only three aspects of it that you that three things to touch right there's like a boom there's a rudder and and what else did you need to touch there's only like three things to touch that so oh and the the, the danforth in the middle it was a, or the, no the, 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 the I forgot what it's called. It's a wooden it's like, stick in the middle. It's like a keel. You needed to put it up and down just in case because some parts have reef in it. So. Right, so in my head, in my head, I'm like, all right, this is like handing somebody an iPad. There's only two buttons. How many? How many things could possibly go wrong? Justin, don't the wind. Me. The wind. <laughs> no. The wind. Mother Nature. No, I know oh. you guys have done it. I used to teach small boat sailing in oh, Boy Scout camp, so the funny part is, I've never sailed before ever. I know you how to drive. Easy. Well, I, I, they told me what to do. I've gone on windsurf boards, so it was kind of the same concept, but I've never sailed. And something that they didn't show is I actually had to do it twice. Um, oh. I forgot the clue. <laughs> oh. He forgot half of the half of the oh, so yeah. what, If y'all would have gotten eliminated that lead, they sh- totally would have shown that. Yeah. Yeah. You know they would have. Yeah, I'm happy they did. Yeah, he, 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 <laughs> sailed, he sailed beautifully all the way out to the first buoy. Comes all the way back, Came and I back. said, "Damn it! Excited. How do I not help him?" And I just looked at him, and he was like so excited. And I just looked at him like this, and he's like, "What did I do wrong?" I'm like, "Did you read your clue, babe?" Did and my clue was in my pocket, and it was soaking wet. <laughs> and oh. I had True to story. open it, and I'm like, "Oh no!" And I had to run back and do it all over. All right, so it looked like I was going to give you and Team Extreme the props on this task because you're the only two that made this task look easy. Everybody else seemed to have so many issues with this task, except the two of you guys. I figured you'd learn something similar in lifeguarding or sailing because you're down. Yeah, we sailed to our victims. Oh, I don't know. You got your windboards out there. I'm I'm coming. (laughs) But you guys seem to do it well. Thank you for being honest and saying that it didn't. Team Extreme said it took them about 25 to 30 minutes. So even them doing it fast, it was seemed to be a while. How long do you think it took you guys? The first time I went out there, it was like less than five, 10 minutes. And then the second time I went out there, the wind changed on us. And I actually had to paddle the last like 15 yards to the buoy. And then finally I got the wind picked up again and I was able to sail back. So I would say total about like almost the same 30, 45 minutes. Was there a, any rules about paddling or using your arms or swimming like I, you know thinking about it now if i was the other team i would have swam over there and just grabbed, well, but no but i think you had to use i don't remember you don't know if they swam so oh, like, you would have i would have but but uh no you they didn't say anything about paddling they had the paddles there so i'm guessing if anything happened you could use your paddles. yeah I just was wondering, it seemed like, because some people, you could definitely see them in the water. I think Cody was one who pushed his boat and kind of jumped in it. And, and then it seemed like poor Evan was like way back at the beach, She's like trying to paddle. Man. And I'm like, girl, get out of the boat and push it forward. But yeah. Cedric is like tall enough to just walk to the place holding the boat. Well, it got deep. It was actually, it was going to be over 10 feet by the time we got to the two buoys. It was deep out there. Yeah. But I mean, just as far as like getting yeah. off the shore, some of the people I'm like, push off. 
push the boat a little bit. The yeah. cool thing I love about this task is, is, is two things. One, it's very similar to a task that Diana created in our perfect, amazing race that we haven't completed, which we will complete at the end of the season. Um, but it's very similar to a leg that she had in New Zealand about uh, the boat races there. So I'm super excited to see it play out. And it seemed to be very equalizer. Even if you had the skills in this, it, it took there was still a little bit of a learning curve. There's only one or two teams that made it look easy. Everybody else... If you took a time and thought about it, you kind of figured it out. And I love I love these type of tasks. Um, so let's get through. Uh, let's get through it. Uh, Extreme and India, the first two, uh, first there, uh, followed closely by Big Brother and Team Yale, Slam Dunk, Ocean Rescue, and Firefighters. Get lost on the way. How long were you guys lost before you got there? Well. We were really lost on the way to get to the sailing. So I think we were lost. I mean, in, just in general, to get to the sailing, about two hours. Yeah, at least to get, to get to the sailing. So what ended up happening is the, the map that we had gave us directions to go to the pit stop. <laughs> oh. So we found the we pit stop, like, Hi, and then we found all the other locations before we found the sailing. Every single one of them. Every, every single one. one of them. I'm mm. talking where the, the marked parking. Like everything. The, the wall where you're supposed to get your clue. The We get to the marked park, park, parking and Jen's like running through and we're like, oh my God, they already finished the first one. And then we get to the other one. They're like, oh, there's another team. We couldn't find the sale. We finally yeah. found it, but we knew where everything was. So after that, that's how we moved quickly. Yeah, after that, he was soaking wet. So I jumped in the driver's seat, reversed. <laughs> that problem. <laughs> And um, and then we knew exactly where everything was. It was it was a small, you know, if you've been to Central Bay, it's 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 small, and we knew where everything was. So that was really quick, and that's why we we were able to kind of catch up on the you know on the second end of it. This is also uh, where we see something that can make or break people on the race. In the middle of the leg, Team Ocean Rescue is bickering back and forth, <laughs> and they are about to break down. But they get, they get, they get it back. They suck it up. Apologies. Move Nine it on. Nine years. Nine yeah. years. In the I same decided. leg. That's hard. That's very hard to do. Is in this uh, to fight and make up in the same leg. Uh, so I can, can we talk about how perfect that one shot was? Though, like when <laughs> Brittany's like Brittany's like yelling at Lucas, he just turns his back and the doors just shut in her face. Like, so, so the the story behind that is actually funny because we. We were that was on the way to sailing, so we were very frustrated because we knew how lost we were, and that was before we even made it to Sandra Bay. We stopped in a gas station, asked this really nice man on a moped for directions, and he didn't really speak English, and I my French is really bad, and we were trying to communicate, and I'm like, "Where are we on the map?" Sorry, baby. Um, where are we on the map? And he couldn't find it, and he was flustered. And Lucas was getting even more. I was like, upset. he doesn't know. We gotta go. We gotta move. Come and on, I didn't want to take the time to get somebody else to sign a release. Right. So I was trying to get as much juice out of this poor old man as I could. And he was getting really frustrated. I was like, let's just skip the map. He was kind of rude to the guy, and that's what set me off. Like I, I don't like treating other people poorly. Yeah. So it, it made me upset. And he walked into the gas station. And I went to follow him, and I kind of stopped where the doors were. And to the point where they were doing kind of like one of the, one of these, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I don't want to be in there with him anyway, because I'm not, you know? So I took a step back, but not like enough to make it like obvious. <laughs> and it just closed in my face and it made for really good television. There's not, I believe there's a- And I feel so bad with that guy because we were giving yeah. him the map of Sancho Pay. So we weren't even, when in we were telling Sancho him, hey, where are we? He couldn't tell us because no. it was a wrong map. Oh, so the, the attendant was like, oh, it's over there across the bay. And we're like, and we're like what? That oh, makes sense God. now. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's that's how that unfolded. It seems like Team Firefighter said he they're almost positive they ran into the same old guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah. poor man, poor guy. He hates uh, Americans. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was very sweet, and he was assaulted by cameras and stuff. I know that's got to be and stressful. And a crying girl and a frustrated Latino, you know. Yeah. Uh, well. Team Extreme seems to get to the task and do well as usual. Team Indy, 15 minutes, and they don't even move 10 feet from the shore. Uh, comes all the way back with part one before he has to go back out for part two because he does not read the clue. How many teams do you think did that besides Ocean Rescue and um, Indy? I think, I think that was it. Yeah. That was, we're the only two dummies. Uh, well, I, I, don't, I have to call you out. It's the number one rule in the race is to read your clue. Not just once, twice, slowly, every word. Don't skip. Don't summarize. Read the clue. It's the most important thing on the race. It only takes a minute, two minutes if you're really slow. It's, it's so important. The, the funny part was that, so I get there, we're running last, and we're like, oh, my God. So I, I'm going to do it. I'm, we're going to catch up. I, I read it, but I don't pay attention. And I see both of them, and there's no other teams there besides, you know, Cedric, us, and Evan. Uh, and Evan. So we're like, she's such a trooper. For the record, she so, she's positive all the way, and she just she didn't even skip a beat. Oh, so I, I figured the first, like, yeah. Yeah. so I figured the first teams would be able to get the first buoy, and then if you got here late, you're gonna have to go to the further one. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I rationalized it, but. Like you said, you got to read these clues. And when you're running last, that frustration, you, and you don't think. And I said the same thing last week. I was said, I told teams, I think what defines how racers do within the race is how they are at the back of the race, back mm-hmm. of the pack. Yeah. Because everyone's going to be there at some point, but how you overcome that, and y'all did, y'all overcame it. You don't um, have to be first, you just can't be last. I'm telling you, though. Like, or, you want to be that team that, like, like yeah. the green team that just runs across the board, but, like, <laughs> Green team didn't win, so like I'm not I'm not being shady. No, no, I'm not trying to be shady, but like, sorry, Justin. Right. I just I'd rather use us as examples than like current racers. Yeah, because I yeah. still want them to like us. Uh, but like, you just have to make it through, and you really can't get frustrated. And I can use a personal example. When we were in Netherlands, it was us and Shaft Attack at the back of the pack. One of us is going to be eliminated. They got flustered, took a wrong tram. We didn't, yes. and we made it through. Yeah, yeah. I sorry, Justin. Lo- love me, Justin. <laughs> I'll get over it someday. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. Uh, Cody with the double paddle technique. Did you think that was a good thing to go with? He's going with the, I'm going to row with two paddles. No, that was Indy. That was actually Alex. There was a bunch of people. Yeah, I did it too. I got Cody. I got Evan gets a boom to the mouth, chips and tooth. Um, What a trooper. Can we, like, really just focus in on this for a second? She got hit so hard that, like, a fourth of her tooth got chipped off, and she was like, whatever, dumps it in the ocean and gets back in the boat. If I would have seen that, I would have probably grabbed her clues for her and brought it back because I would have felt so bad. I'm telling you. You're going to make them think we're big softies, don't you? I know, but we're lifeguards. I mean, anytime you go in the water, Brittany wants to go and save Cedric. You saw me sitting there saying that I wanted to go save Cedric, man. Like That was... I was two seconds away from telling them, listen, man, center your weight in the boat. Get your legs out of the outside of the boat. You know, like that's, we really want to, like Jen said, we want to see other people people do well as well. We want to win. With our careers and everything, we're used to helping people. And that's something kind of different for us too, to try to, not help people yeah, throughout the race. So. All right. Well, I, I like it, and I appreciate the whole troopiness of it. <laughs> but when I look at Team Yale, I'm like, all right, Team Yale's supposed to be the smart team. 
if anybody's going to take that smart like tactic, is they're going to sit and they're going to think. They're going to go, okay, I need to take an angle. The wind's coming this way. I need to tack, you know, tack, boom, whatever. Like at least like not just jump in and go just like everybody else, but have some sort of a plan once you get in. Yeah. I figured that's the type of team that they would be. And I was really surprised to see that she just jumped in and was like every other team and just uh, takes the 15, 20 minutes to figure it out and. I was just a little surprised. I the thought race gets I expected more from them. No, but they didn't. I figured in Yale they would probably have one or two sailing classes, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't. To be <laughs> fair, it, it wasn't. It wasn't easy. The wind wasn't perfect. Um, if you don't understand the direction of the wind and 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 have some kind of water kind of uh, you know tactic, it's 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 really hard. Oh, and so she, did, she kept at it. I, yeah, I would have failed problem. miserably at this challenge. I'm just throwing that out there. Like, I would have not known what I was doing. I would have ended up doing, like, the double paddle and just, like, wiggle my ass out I there any way I could. Um, but I would, it would have not have been graceful. So I did it. Yeah, it seems that Trevor was going with the double paddle method as well. Uh, Joey seemed to – this is the task of all the tasks in the Amazing Race. Uh, Joey got this task and was like, I know how to do this. <laughs> And is it me or did Joey seem to do it better than anybody else? Did anybody see Joey do this task? We didn't see it. We hadn't made it there yet. We were still an hour behind fighting at We were some coming in. He was coming out. He's like, come on, you can do it. There's still teams in there. So that's all we saw of them. I don't know if it was the edit, but it just made it look like he got in and he was like, oh, yeah. I sail and get hot dogs all the time. That's how I get my goal. He's <laughs> coming out of so I give him, I give him, I give him a lot of uh, grief, but uh, this was his best showing. Good job on you, uh, uh, Tim. Hopes that Phil has to go out on the boat and eliminate Tim Team Yale. Uh, what do you think about Tim Janice with a little shade for Team Yale, which seems to be the nicest team on the race? I don't think that it's shade. I think it's just wanting to play the game. He wants to stay in the game. He didn't say I want to win. He said, I hope she gets eliminated. That's like the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> well, if, because they're a strong team and you always yeah. want the stronger teams to be eliminated. It's a fair statement. You should think that, Justin. You're all, you know, in the game. I would think <laughs> that you'd be the first one to be like, okay with it. But of all the teams to throw shade at, they're like the nicest team out there. They're like, I can't uh, no, see they're, com- they're competitive. They're a, competitive they're a very competitive team. They're giving them a, a you know... They, they have no, they're very Everybody calm. Very they have no, yeah. you know. And remember, they just won the last leg in Morocco. So, all right. You, you well, want those strong teams to. Corey, what do you think about the nose ring? I hate it. Okay, what do you think about it? It seemed to be a, a big thing on Twitter, nose ring. I was I was shocked. I was like, it took me like half the episode to be like, is she wearing a nose ring? Like, what yeah. is going on? And then I was into it. I was I was down with it. We, she would flip it up and down. She had the, the septum ring and it would just go in and out. And she, I, mean, I think it's, it's part of her personality. Yeah. And I think she maybe was hiding it at first because she didn't think the producers want it. And she asked them and they said, whatever you want. And so she she felt comfortable enough to be herself. And I think that's cool. Well, I was just—I was concerned that I had missed it for three episodes. That was my only thing. Like, I had to no. go back and watch another one to be like, "Have I just been that oblivious?" I'm looking at yeah. the chat room. I think there's a little shade I like. Um, Team Extreme says the edit may make them look nice, but they don't play nice. Ooh, dum dum dum. What Jen means by this, because I, I I know Jen really well, and I know what she means by this is that <laughs> they're very competitive. And they were very much in their own race. Yeah. They didn't socialize um, over the top like we did, maybe too much. 
because they didn't want it to um, keep them from playing their race and feeling committed to helping some other yeah. teams. They and kept then, themselves. And then, keep, and then affecting them. They were a very competitive team. They did their own race. If you asked them for help, they weren't going to help you. Um, and that and they weren't rude about it at all. Hmm. Um, they were just, they played smart about that way. They were very, not cutthroat, but they were very straightened by the book, you know? And I think, they can, I, would say, I think they can pull that off, though. Like, I think if you're one of these teams that consistently is at the top, you don't have to help. I think, I think if you're, like, one of the ones that, like me, that bounces up and down, like, I need to give a little help, so I'm uh, taking a little help later. <laughs> we were the same way. We were trying to give a little. Maybe we get a little bit, so it's just the way it was. But yeah. we, at this point, we, can, we were still we'll trying to – We can get it. We were trying to survive, so – yeah, I said last week they reminded me of Bernie and Ashley, and, and the way you guys described him is, is exactly how Bernie and Ashley raced against us, so I get it. All right, yeah, so I, what, I don't think we took offense to it. I think no. it was just their style. You know? I need to talk about this. It seemed like Sean was watching Cedric. Cedric was having such a hard time. You wanted to jump in and save him. I was like, I, mm -hmm. I go save him. And then Sean is sitting there like, man, he never going to get this. <laughs> <laughs> he never going to do it. Uh -uh, he's, I, he sucks. Ain't going to happen. Like, Sean, was was he really just that negative? Because you seem to be more positive about his partner. Okay, so he's sitting there and they had a hell of a, because they got lost too. They had a speed bump. And then they have these tiny little boats to contend with. And he's looking at his partner and he's seeing him fall in the water, not being able to stay in the boat. Obviously, he's at a point where, you know, he's just like, well, this isn't made for us. Like, look at our size. And it's understandable. And I was like, well, I feel bad. I want to make you feel good. Like, I'm going to tell you, hey, it's possible. Anything's possible. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to cheer him up at that point because what are you going to do? I don't know this guy. He's a big NBA player and I'm making small talk. What else am I going to say? You know, I'm going to be... Like, you know, that's just who I am. I have I, verbal diarrhea. I, I, I loved it. I mean, that's it, what you were doing with him is exactly what Tyler and I did multiple times with other teams on the race. So I really enjoyed seeing that moment. And I'm exactly like you. You've got to stay positive. You've got to keep cheering on your teammate and you got to do what you can. So, yeah. Well, it seemed like at this point, Lucas was using his water skills to make up some time. They got there pretty late, and they skipped a couple teams. Uh, firefighters seem to get caught in the Bermuda Triangle, have no clue what the hell is going on. They're just dangled up in a bunch of boats for like 10, 15 minutes. Uh, this is a great task. I loved watching that all the teams struggle. About time, they throw in really hard tasks. Like I, I, I didn't feel the tasks were as hard leading up to this, but this one said, ha-ha, mm -hmm. you're going to learn today, bro. Uh, anybody else have anything else to say about our boating task? Yeah. All right, our detour. Bread or thread? Now, this is a little different for me. In bread, teams had to make like a bunch of 50 baguettes from 30 pounds of dough, shape it up. In thread, you had to make some sandals. It seemed pretty straightforward. It didn't seem like it said make sandals. That's like two or go make 50 of these. Uh, it just seemed pretty straightforward to me in thread. Uh, thought process behind picking one of these, James Earl, which one would you have gone with? We probably would have done a uh, thread because I feel like the sand, like in the moment, I would be like, like you said, it's just one pair of sandals or two pair of sandals, whatever they had to do. Um, but I like having the example. I feel like an example of a shoe is a little bit easier than an example of like a badgette. So that's what we would have done. Um, uh, Corey? Yeah, I agree. I mean, we we had an opportunity to make bread when we were in Armenia, and we passed on it. So I think <laughs> we would have done the same thing uh, here, went straight to the sandals, because, yeah, I agree. It seems like it would have been easier to look at that uh, versus the bread. 
All right, Oshimaski, what was the what was the process behind making the decision? So the the little research that I was able to do watching the Amazing Race, anything that has to do with restaurants are crazy. Either you're you're getting orders, you're doing this. So anything that has to do with food, I was always trying to stay away from, which was a bad decision in Morocco. But anything that has to be building, I'm really good at. So if I have to build a sandal, I figured just like you know you'll see later on with the trebuchet, I was just like, all right, let's, I got this, I can build stuff. So let's go straight for the sandals. Yeah, you crushed that trebuchet. We definitely got to get to that. Uh, so, Team Indy, uh, Connor hates anything that he's not good at, which seems to be most of the things on the race. Oh, that's rude. Wow. No, no he seems to be hating everything. He gets to uh, he gets to other things later where I'm going to give him props for making some great plays at something I've never played before. I've never played. All right. But he's he hates anything he's not good at, and that's just something that on the race you can't just say, eh, 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 eh. that's not going to help you on the race. So, he needs to be a better partner. Somebody's right. going to call. Fair point. Poor execution. I'll give you that. I always have poor execution. That's my rhyme. Right? Uh, team Big Brother, Cody doesn't know what a baguette is. Surprised? Again, if you had, like, I'm pretty sure, what was it, the croquet? I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure on TV, on national TV, I was like, we're going to go play some croquette. So, like, <laughs> I can get, like, when you're reading stuff in a, a foreign country that you're not used to, it gets confusing. I just think, hey, it doesn't say America. In America, that's a roll. <clears throat> Call it a roll. I know what it is. Breadstick. I love that team. I'm just throwing that out there. Like, I think they are. I think they are very charming and funny people. They are actually so much better and nicer uh, uh, and more likable than I expect. But I guess we'll see what happens in the next couple episodes. Because this is when the things that everybody's waiting for are, are going to happen. Oh, we'll see. Maybe it's just the edit. Yeah, All right. that is awesome. Let's talk about Cody. Oh. I was reading. I was reading. I was reading what Jen Read was saying. Read your clues, please. All right. In, in, tread, <laughs> in tread, Team Extreme was uh, having some trouble with the task, but they seemed to get it done. Well, strong. Trevor was obsessed with Martha Stewart, so he thinks that that should help with uh, actually making something. Uh, and I say that I loved that little bit of them because still, we're in episode four, and I felt like I did not know who Trevor and Chris were. Like, I just didn't because they have not, they've been so underplayed that this episode and the next one, that we got to know a little bit about them, which I love. Which they're amazing. They're great. Like there's, they're there's, funny. there is absolutely no other word, but amazing and fabulous. Yeah. That's, they're just, they're funny. They have huge personalities and they don't show that. Unfortunately. One word to describe Joey sweaty. Cause he seems to sweat a lot because <laughs> of all the liquids he drinks during training. So he says he has to get them out. So he's always sweaty. Uh, just throw it out. Team Ocean Rescue is is hanging in uh, uh, with Tread. Team Slam Dunk and Team Firefighters going back and forth with the puns. Is this something we're going to see until Team Firefighters is out of this episode? It's going to be pun, 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 pun. Uh, Eli, I guess you guys like it because you had you had a puns, a lot of puns on your season. Yeah, a lot of puns. I liked it. How many times can you say puns? I don't know. I like the word puns. <laughs> He's loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Team Slam Dunk gets lost on the way to the head-to-head. Uh, poor guys. Uh, just as, as soon as they seem to get a, a little bit of an oomph, they seem to fall behind. Um, and back at the baguettes, uh, what did you think about the baguettes? Do you think that was a good task overall, balanced, uh, detour-wise, baguettes? Only two it looked did. balanced. I mean, it kind of did look balanced. Um, yeah. So I, I do hate it when one road or one detour is significantly easier than the other. Um, and this one was about the same. It wasn't the most exciting detours ever, but like 
at least they're balanced. That's what I was just about to say. It wasn't the be- most fun things to watch, but um, it was balanced. I really appreciated that. And if you had certain skills, then you can get certain things done faster than others. Um, so that was a quick and easy bread a detour. Like I said, there's, n- there's not much to talk about because it wasn't really fun to things to watch there so let's get to the fun part shall we the head-to-head it's oh i was so excited that they were gonna do it right they had a decent game which i appreciated at least that anybody can win they had the head-to-head and the second one so they can make up for it but they put it at the freaking pit stop again why 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 did you i as much as I hated the last one, I was fine with it this time. I was fine but with this one, too. I didn't mind that it was right at the end. I was fine. I was like, this is fair. The longer you get to play, maybe you can get a little bit better. So maybe you do have a slight advantage if you got there earlier and you lose seven times in a row like Evan and Henry did the first time. I was fine with it this time. I thought, perfect. Leave it. See, and that's, I felt the same way about this one. The, I think the reason why I didn't like the first head-to-head is it seemed more like just a brute force. And that's good. Nothing wrong with brute force. Well, I did. Yeah, it wasn't balanced, though. But, like, I don't know. I, I have a bias myself because, like, if my mom's doing it, a 53-year-old woman going to be facing, like, Trevor or Chris from Well Strun, like, that just, I'm like, oh, that, that part just frustrates me. That's funny. Um, Team Extreme so, thinks the fries was better. I disagree. Really? I disagree. Okay. I mean, she was there, but I'm watching. Uh, I mean, if I was doing the race, I would have loved to do the fries because Tyler and I would have beaten anybody on our season except for maybe Brody and Kurt. So, like, I get it. If I were there, I would have loved it too. But watching it, it's, it's, not, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, the heads aren't fun in general. <laughs> Oh, I can't imagine. I'm so glad like I didn't have to do them because they seem miserable. Oh, especially especially for uh, two teams. Uh, two teams are pretty uh, two specific teams. What are you we're pretty about? miserable this episode. Uh, Team Extremes got there first. They're like, oh, head to head. We gotta wait. Team Indy comes in and Connor, who's not natural because he's I never played this game before. Pow. Beautiful shot wins five thousand dollars each for them by winning one head to head. I don't like it at the mat. I like what Diana said last week, that there needs to be something in between. It needs to be that point of error that you can make up. If it's, hey, drive five miles, drive three miles, run one mile, something that some team can get lost, another team can have some sort of a little bit more drama. And, I mean, here's another interesting thing. Let's say you do it at the beginning of the, of the, the ledge. So, like, the order that comes in, that's the order that's going to be doing it to go out. Um, to try to give some change up. I don't know. I just, I get, I get it, especially for it to be an elimination. The head-to-head for an elimination just seems... Just anywhere brutal. else besides the mat. I, I don't care if they do it. As soon as you get off the planes, when you get to that country, before you get to your car, you have to do the head-to-head, and that's how the, you get like released into your car. So at least there's like a... a a 15-minute window, a half-hour window, however long it takes between every team, and every team's broken up, and now let's see who can make up some time. I don't know. What did you guys think about the head-to-head at the mat, Ocean Rescue? Well, we knew once, well, when we hit the first head-to-head in Belgium, um, we were like, okay, this has got to be a non-elimination, right? Because there's no way we're going to race French fries and then somebody's going to get kicked off the race for French fries. And they it's kick the, somebody yeah, off. Like, like, like he said. Yeah, and then they kick somebody head-to-head. off and you're like, uh-oh, these things are real. They're actually going to kick people off with these head-to-heads. So um, 
it was mixed emotions. It worked out for us in the first one. We realized that maybe the fans might not like this if you're a big fan of the show. Um, I've never seen the other Canadian versions where they've done the head-to-heads. This is the first time I ever experienced or saw one in the American version. So, Unfortunately, we experienced it instead of yeah, saw one. Yeah. So, <laughs> And then, as you can see, here in San Tropez, we were on the other end of the yeah. head-to-head. So, and, and for the record, I sit at my lifeguard tower, and these wonderful Canadians that come down every, every winter play um, bocce ball behind my tower every day. Oh, and wow. I've never once like actually like played it and when this came up I'm like I should have just gone over there and started playing with them like had I known geez they're gonna hate me when they watch the show and I've been trying to convince her I want to build no. one of those in the backyard absolutely not no way I will not have it I like it. Never want to play that game again in my life. I think you should do it. It's a memory that you should have. Uh, all right. Team Extreme gets there. They lose to Team Indy. So Team Indy takes the win. Is this the f- is, uh, five teams, five legs, five different winners, right? Yeah. That's pretty balanced. Yeah. A pretty balanced season. It doesn't really – I don't know. You would say that, Justin, it's- but the numbers – Tell me something different. I'm just throwing that out there. I know we'll talk about that in a bit. It didn't I like feel it. like that while we were racing. <laughs> and the, the, the numbers don't show that. Well, the numbers don't they show like a pretty clear top four maybe? All right, we'll get to those in yeah, just we'll get a to those. <laughs> team Extreme okay. then goes on to lose the Team Big Brother as Jessica nails a great shot. Team Extreme is getting a little down, but they beat Well Strong. They're Well Strong. Uh, Team Extreme, surprise Team Extreme lost twice, or you'd like to see a little chink in the armor? I mean, I think this is just a a, a learning curve and a and a lucky shot. It, like, part of that. And it was. like Because nothing, I don't think any of these people knew how to play bocce ball. Like, there may have been one or two that surprised me, but, like, that's just not something you're regularly going to be like, I'm a bocce ball expert. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, well, the so firefighters did, right? <laughs> really? They knew how to play it? Yeah, they, they, they were saying that they, they used to play it with um, their mother, father-in-law or something like that. And and they were I, like, we're having so much fun playing this. And I'm just like... And you'll notice, too, I think some of the teams had a little bit of an advantage when they got to sit there and watch. Like, watched what worked and what didn't work. So like, so, like the backspin? Yeah. There was... I'm sorry about that, James. So there was yeah. actually a professional patong players, like world-renowned patong players that were sitting there showing us oh how to play. And they were actually... You would watch them. So they would do these incredible moves where they would just throw the ball really high in the air and it would land exactly on that ball and it would go flying. So you feel after watching this that you're a professional <laughs> baton player and you're ready to take this yeah. and you can do it. And Which is probably why it took us so long to win because I was actually doing decent until you came off with Yeah, those. and the ground was uneven. There yeah, was like little right. holes. So yeah, like you said, there was if we didn't know how to play, there was not much skill. It was a lot of luck. Brittany, I feel like you feel about bocce ball how I feel about French rapping. <laughs> yeah, and, and when we went, when I knew we were going to France, I'm like, oh my god, babe, I can't rap in French. I'm, I will have. I, I, that's the first thing that came to mind. I swear, I was like, I, I will have just uh, go crazy. No, I can't. <laughs> so, well, Strong seems to lose two in a row before beating Team Ocean Rescue, who goes on to lose three in a row, and then it's them and Team Slam Dunk in the finals. How do you guys feel? Intimidation going up against huge monsters of men like Maybe that? Tell them how I catch. Tell them what my, my way of catching is. So, her way of doing. catching is closing her eyes and grabbing the ball, and hopefully it lands somewhere there. So No she, aim, no nothing, so like no skills. That's why I was a swimmer. I was, I was worried. I know this wasn't basketball, but I was worried that their hand-eye coordination with playing with you know basketballs yeah. was going to give them an advantage. 
And uh, we actually had to wait about like an hour and 15 minutes for them to show up. Mm -hmm. wow. So the sitting and waiting and the sitting and waiting and the sitting and waiting just, and we weren't, weren't allowed to practice. So right. it basically <laughs> made no difference if- How we, long we were you there overall from the first minute you got there to the time you left? I got two hours there. Two, two and a half hours? Yeah, so if I didn't cry in the first hour, by the second one, I was bawling. <laughs> and you oh, could that see. That so demoralizing, like losing yeah. over and over and over. And waiting and waiting and losing and losing and waiting. It just, it was sucking. It was just bad. Uh, it seemed pretty tough. Team Yell got there, and instead of struggling, they got their first victory real quick. Team Firefighters play a variation of this game that's confirmed in the chat room. So they got there, did a great job, and uh, you guys beat the, the world champion basketball players to stay in the game as Lucas comes up with a clutch shot there. Team Slam Dunk, I swear, they are gracious losers. I am yeah. super surprised how much I enjoyed watching them. I am so happy that they're part of the Tar family. As, as ex-athletes, uh, especially at their caliber, you can yeah. expect a different type of person. Yeah. yeah. I, I was so pleased. And we felt bad eliminating them. I know you're not supposed to because we were going to get eliminated. <laughs> but bad I know they were doing their, their race for charity and yeah, for the hurricane sure. relief. And right before and we Houston. actually left. We just experienced a her big hurricane that came through us or here down by the keys. So, so we had, yeah, we had a kind of <clears throat> a heart for that, that what they were doing and you know, going wow. through all that stuff. So. God, I wish the producers would have put that in there on Sean and Yeah, segment. I was surprised oh. that they didn't. Yeah. I but, was. And we were at the mat with them and we kind of we all kind of just like walked. We were all just like, Oh my god, I can't believe this just happened. We have to kick them out. And they said some really nice words. They got I no, mean, we kicked it. them out. We beat them. Nice. <laughs> but, um, dominated them. You were like, huh? but they said some nice words to us, which encouraged yeah. us for the next leg. They said, "Hey yeah, guys, yeah. just have fun and you know, stop being emotional. Stop being That's emotional, Brittany." And uh, you know, they they kind of encouraged us to like, "Hey, just let's have fun." So, and they really gave a huge shout out to the crew, and that was a big deal for me. That was like, "Wow, well, yeah, you're right. This the crew, the audio, you guys have been on it. The camera guys, they're amazing." Oh you god, know, they, I they did not do their get, job. Yeah, they they deserve to get all the you know. So a great job. We loved watching. Uh, we loved watching them, and hopefully we'll have them on the show at some point. I haven't been very responsive, but hey, they got millions of followers. They're busy. Yeah, we'll see. They're not like us. We're sitting in I'm sorry, James Earl. Who's getting this seal clap? My seal clap is actually going to Team Yale because I think Evan. Uh, no. Yeah, Evan was such a freaking trooper. Like I said, when she just, like, dumped her tooth in the ocean and was like, I'm tackling through this, like, that is just what I dream of. <laughs> like, so Evan, like, props, kudos, everything above. All right. Uh, Corey, your LOL moment. Mine, I mean, I feel horrible saying that I laughed when Evan got hit with the pole, but like, I, I don't want to say I laughed at that. I want to say I laughed at her just like doing her confessional at the end of the episode with the big old chipped tooth in the front. But I mean, absolutely. Like James Earl said, she like didn't even hesitate, didn't even stop, yeah, just powered through the task. So I really wanted to give props to her too. I, I want to give props. Uh, the super fan move. Joey didn't have a super fan move, so I can't give it to him. But I was so proud of him and his his moment. I'm actually gonna probably give this. I'm gonna give the super fan move to Team Ocean Rescue. 
Why? Uh, you just don't suck up to us. Yeah, well, no, no, don't, don't do it. Not just because we're here. You have to give it to us on the next leg. <clears throat> no. No. You, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys really deserve it here because you did something that I think is one of the hardest things for a, uh, a couple to do on the race. It's fight and make up on the same leg and continue on. So I Thank think you. that is something that is Appreciate super it. hard to do, especially on the same leg. So I give you guys a super fair move for that because without that, I think that could have been to a, a, a detriment. You guys yeah. would have been in a whole different attitude, uh, especially during a head to head. So I give you the props for that. Diana, do you want to, hold on. Diana, you want to put anybody in check? I love this. She's not prepared. She's doing her grad work. So she's, she's focused on that. All right, cool. So let's move on to the episode everybody's been waiting for. Dun, 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 dun. We're going on to more France. So this seems to be the first leg where you guys are not waking up and jumping on an airplane. It's a leg you're waking up in the country and we're staying in the country. Which but, was great that we were last because we got, got to, to sleep, sleep in, in bed for a couple more hours. <laughs> <laughs> like a good amount of, like, I just, I saw the first team left at well, around one. We left around like four. Oh, and that's nice for y'all, too, because the, it's such a bunch point there. So y'all are super duper rusty. Like I said, we were okay with the equalizing. No wonder you won. You got to sleep in a bed well, while everyone else slept outside. And, and because, to be fair, the, the day before, we, you know, we were able to play around in the pool and water just recharged our batteries. I love it. There you go. So Team Indy is leaving at 1.49 in the morning. Team Ocean Rescue left at about 4.28. So there's a nice gap between them. <laughs> uh, but it didn't matter because uh, you're going to take a two-hour and 40-minute drive, and you're going to wait till 8.30 until it opens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And saw the beautiful sunrise in France. So uh, was driving there difficult? Everybody seemed to, didn't seem like there was any issues with anybody getting No, we picked up, we picked up a map in, in Paris when we had to stay. And uh, when we did the connection to go to Saint-Tropez, or the Nice, I'm sorry. And uh, so we had general directions or general idea of how to get somewhere. I think that the one team that had an issue was actually Yale. Yale actually, they left before us and they got there after us. Unless they stopped for breakfast. I mean, maybe yeah, they left at 2.52, and you guys left an yeah, hour and a half after them. So yeah. that's pretty interesting. All right, uh, first leg without a flight. Uh, Cody's going to the Lesbo Chateau. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, that might have been an interesting place to visit. I guess it's going to Lesbo Chateau. Uh, Team Extreme takes notes uh, to always improve. I think that's one of the smartest things that people could do on the race. Did you guys seem to take notes and kind of look back and try to learn from them? A hundred percent. I think Jen and Christy were definitely um, two people that we could really admire and kind of just see their strategy and see the way they thought. Even what the, the small amount of time that I worked with Jen in Morocco um, on the roadblock when we first left because they got there later on, um, because they got lost, their taxi got lost. Um, when we worked together, you know, I was able to translate and speak in Spanish with the guy and she just had the right questions to ask. And I was like, huh, like I can speak Spanish, but man, she knows what to ask. And I, I, you know, I really try to learn from her and, and all that kind of stuff. She's all right. So, okay. So, uh, <laughs> my woman crush. The team, <laughs> they said Evan and Team Yale left at 2.30. <laughs> 2.30. Yeah, they got But they said it took them five hours, and Jen said they made it there just before it opened. So uh, it was – but she had a tooth fixed. 
Yes, they actually after How long was Bay, the pit stop? The same day. It, oh, it was it was long. It was like a day and a half. Okay. Oh, those are the best. Oh, those yeah. are so relaxing. Yeah, it was really nice, which is again why we were able to recharge our batteries. I think everybody and she she um they took her that same day and it was fixed within a couple hours. Wow. So she was all happy and smiled again. I was like, that's pretty gangster. They yeah. fixed it on the same leg. Yeah. Team Well Strong is feeling like all seven dwarfs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think this is, uh, they only have these little moments of like, here's, here's our character. Here's who we are. Don't forget who us. But at least they're a little memorable moments <laughs> like this. <laughs> well, he's gotten two of the, um, the last episodes. Uh, quotes. Yeah. 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 They're good with the quotes. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're sassy. Uh, so, so Team Yale, it's both 22 years old, and they seem to be learning a lot about each other. Um, it seems like uh, Henry is getting a really turned on by how strong that uh, Evan is. And I think, uh, oh, it's, I think it's very cute. He's very He's cute. Nice. They're very sweet, sweet couple. <laughs> and they were friends well before they started dating, so... That's awesome. Uh, one thing I love is that it opens with Lucas talking about he needs to work on his attitude and he knows it. Uh, and I'm sure that you appreciated that, Brittany. Yes, I did. All right. So everything opens at 830. All the teams are even again. It's a foot race. It's really nut. I mean, within seconds of each other, everybody's opening their clues. So it's another equalizer. But it's a good it's a good roadblock, I think. And oh, I, think, I love this roadblock. I think people we think it was. people with certain skills seem to uh, definitely fly through this one. We have to build a trebuchet. If you don't know this about me by now, if there's a past life, I was a medieval knight. I know yeah. this. I had a castle. I had swords, and I dressed in armor. Shut up and leave me alone. <laughs> No, I would have loved this, but to be all honest, Diana would have been so much better at this than I would have. <laughs> so, who would have done this and why, uh, James Earl? Um, ideally, I would have done this. I'm just a little bit better with the attention to details. I was going to ask Lucas and Brittany, because some of the roadblocks you can kind of see what you're going to be doing, so you can kind of cheat and figure out who was going to be yeah. doing this one. Is this one of those ones we could tell or not? Well, we there was a the large, gate. when we were at the gate, there was a large trebuchet that they were mm -hmm. swinging and a bunch of medieval, uh, not medieval, but the people would, yeah, just up in armor. We, had, we didn't know what they were doing. I, we figured it was building, I guess. But I knew. You That's knew? why I said you. Hello. Oh, I didn't know. Away. I didn't know. Like, I barely had time to read that clue. And I'm like, you, you, you. Because I had done like all the really crappy. <laughs> it was going to be boy stuff. Then. So I was figured I could yeah. But yeah, Justin, ideally I would have done this one. I just think this one took a little bit more brute force and attention to detail, which I was, I'm better at than my mom, unfortunately. I just found a tidbit before we get to you, Corey. <laughs> Eric from the firefighters said that Evan didn't bring her passport to the dentist and they thought she was being human trafficked. <laughs> yeah. yeah she was covered in bruises by that time, by by that time, time in the, the race, race and it was warm so she was wearing shorts so they thought it was kind of weird that the producers wouldn't leave her out of the room because of you know security reasons so they thought it was but oh my god <laughs> it was a comical little story she told yeah it, it really was one of those That's moments a, that that's one of those stories you tell Alex when he goes on Jeopardy. So, once <laughs> human traffic, I see. That's crazy. Yeah, well, because you know how it is. You've got security with you and producers yeah. and stuff whenever you leave. And so they were all male. And you have she a pretty young girl. woman yeah. with a chipped tooth. They figured they punched her in the face. And a lot of bruises. Oh. And yeah. Wow. Uh, so, Brittany, this is where uh, I think the pineapple comes back into play because uh, you did. Uh, the guy comes over and grabs you and you. 
said uh, you like to be manhandled. Look Did I? I said that? I didn't think that was me. I heard that. I'm like, I wonder who said that. But it's completely possible. As you can see, I have like verbal diarrhea. Verbal, verbal diarrhea I was diagnosed with at a very young age. So I don't, I black out. Half of the things that, that are shown, I really don't even remember that I said. That makes our pineapple look really did, bad. Did I really So is that? pineapple your real safe word? No, my best, my best friend, my best friend, gave, no, knowing me and understanding me and loving me to death, she told me. She told me you need a safe word and it needs to it be was pineapple. Part of our inside <laughs> joke and then part of our jokes with our friends to yeah. say, "Hey, pineapple, hey guys." Yeah, it was like a way of like reaching out to her, you know, every That's time cute. I was wanting to kill Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> that love from afar. So the five fighters keep their puns going because they're investing in stock. Oh, <laughs> bush. <laughs> I love this task. I think it's a very detailed task, and this is something that's on the race pretty much all, every season. Is that one task that's really build something, really attention to detail. I love this. A lot of little things. Uh, you had something similar on your season, didn't you, Corey? Yeah, with the kites uh, when we were in Bali. Mm. So yeah, I, w- I was thinking when I saw it, I was like, hopefully, I would have chosen to do this task because that not only did it look fun, but I, I love building things like that, and I think. It was a cool task to do. <clears throat> yeah, and that the one little thing makes all the difference. And as we see when we watch Tim struggle, can't figure out what's going on. It's just one little thing all the time. Just these little details. But those are the tasks that make, I think, good tasks great tasks. Because mm-hmm. if, when you have something like that, that can cause such a, a difference in time from people starting and leaving those tasks. So Cody wants to build houses after the race. Uh, do we think that's the next reality show? HGTV come calling for living Jody? I think he's just turned into being like a model or something. <laughs> I want to know how tall he is in real life because in that one episode, Cedric sure. made a joke and said he was 5'6". Yeah, yeah like he's 5'6", 5'7". Yeah, so yeah. so is he and me. I had no idea. Yeah. It, Sorry, he's... short people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I just didn't know. I couldn't. It sounds like you do. It sounds like you do. Just throwing that out there. I, uh, Cody seemed to do really well in this task uh, as well. He uh, they were the second team out, but the person who got into this task and beasted it. What's going on? How often do you build trebuchets there? Uh, well, you know, we, we do have a safe word. That's what I'm talking about. It's like a whip. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like making. I'm so sorry. I'm so bad. I love it. No, I'm living for all this. I love tinkering with stuff. We just bought a house. We renovated it. I, I renovated our previous apartment. My See the shelves behind us. This is his handiwork. Yeah. So I mean, I constantly do stuff. So this was, you know, we. I saw it. All the tools were in a little box. It was in that part of the trebuchet that gets launched with whatever rocks that would be in there. So once I saw everything that was in there, I figured okay, let's just go step by step from the bottom up. And that's kind of how I worked it. And uh, I did notice that some people were watching it back, grabbed their stuff and put it on the floor, but everything was full of So I'm wondering if people lost some of their, their nails and all these other details stuff that might've been co- making it more complicated for them. Wow. So I like, I like that though. You got in there, you did it. Uh, like I said, Diana would have been so much better. I would have struggled. Attention to detail tasks are not my thing. Um, Christy was the only girl in this task for seven men. It didn't seem to phase her one bit. They got in, they got out third. Oh, yeah. Another freaking strong She's show. just badass. Yeah. I'm telling you, like, I have such a crush on that team. Like, I'm no really shame great. to any of the other teams. I'm like, joining I have you. such a crush. I'm joining. I'm on the bandwagon. I can't help it. Yeah. 
They, I think they'd be a great representative for, for a team to win the amazing race. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, no offense to anybody else. Uh, Chris and his big muscles don't seem to be helping him because he can't get these pegs out because he rammed them in so hard. How hard would it, would it have been if you put one in wrong? And did you? Oh, yeah, I did put one in wrong, but I was able to kind of hit it from the top to bottom to wiggle it out. It looked like he jammed that in too tight. And if you did, that was almost game over because you were going to have to use another peg to get it out. And some pegs, you weren't going to be able to go from the other side to hit it out. So I don't even know how he got that one out or if he did, but you didn't want to mess up. You didn't want to put the things in the wrong spot. Oh, man. It seemed like that was a, a, some bad errors you don't want to make with those. Well, Strong hates the sugary sweet stuff, so stop with the cheesy encouragement. <laughs> they said that, but then like 10 minutes later, he was, he was also the person to be like, you got this. Good job. I don't know if you noticed that, but I did. <laughs> I don't know if he was playing, though. I don't know if I he was like was. Being, like, They were just joking. I'm yeah, just giving him hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that. I like that. I like to see some, again, little sprinkles of their character since they're in the middle all the time. You don't really get to see yeah. the people in the middle that much. Um Tim seemed to can't fig- can't figure out what's wrong. Uh, it's killing Joey because he's sitting there staring at it and he can't say anything. Uh, how long was that uh, whole task for you, in and out? Less than an hour. No, it wasn't even an hour. No, much less. Like that's why I said less than an minutes? hour. Fifteen. <laughs> ten minutes. Ten. Uh, ten. Fifteen. Thirty. Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. You think? Maybe thirty minutes. Ten. Fifteen. Thirty. It's that. Yeah. And enough for my elbows to hurt. I mean, <laughs> it looks cool. I was, I was able to get one where I was able to actually see him because some of the other teams were, they couldn't even look over to see their teammates. I, I had no idea she was in that. And I finished, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you in that? Thing? Well, I wasn't I in it for that long to be fair. <laughs> 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 well, I really liked that. I like the fact that you guys had to sit there in the stocks. I appreciated that aspect, and I'm sure you did too. Uh, very detailed <laughs> task. It's a great one. <laughs> no. uh, I think it's funny that the race car drivers can't f- uh, figure out that the wheel nuts are on there. Like that's the thing that stumps him. That the well, he's a driver. He's not in the pit stop, so yeah. maybe that's the reason why you know Connor didn't do so good on that one. And poor Connor finishes last. Can't seem to get out of there. So. I have- I've had so many questions about like the pieces. Were they all just in that box? Like I'm just so confused as how people didn't know they had pieces still not used. So the box had the hammer, that makeshift hammer, four different size nails, uh, the chain, the rope, everything was in that box. But some people, like I said, grabbed stuff and took it out and you couldn't do that. If you did that, you were going to lose your things. As soon as I saw the floor and the sand and the rocks, I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to keep everything in that little box and work my way out of it. Yep. Smart. All right. So yeah. no, no, I'm done. I was just making smart decisions and that gets you to win. Finally. That takes you every time. Uh, this leg's detour are full of bull or colorful full of bull seemed pretty straightforward. There's going to be a hundred bulls. You're going to run around. You're trying to find flags. You're in a big arena. Seems like nothing to think about, but if you just put your head down and run, uh, straightforward. Whereas uh, colorful seemed a little, a little more, I guess, detailed, a little more oriented. Uh, which one would, would you have gone for, Mister uh, Corey Koo? I we would have hands down went to the Bulls. I mean, Tyler and I knew running was a strong point of of our team and our our relationship. So we would have gladly went and ran all around that Coliseum or or whatever it was to arena 
find those bulls. Yeah, arena. Super happy. Super happy that they do not kill the bulls in this place, this part of the country. They just kind of smack them on his forehead and take something. So I appreciate that, that they don't needlessly kill bulls in this part of the world. Uh, James, Earl, I, th- I had a feeling you guys might go the other way. You know that. Like, and I, think, I don't know if it would have been a mistake or not, just because we only saw one team do the puzzle. But like, anytime I saw a puzzle, I was doing it. Just like, I can crush a puzzle. Like, I can crush a puzzle. So I would have gone for that. I wish we could have seen some other teams do it to have a little bit more gauge about, like, what it actually took and how long it took and that type of things. But I don't know. Maybe Mom and I would have chose puzzle and gotten eliminated because of it. The puzzle is what we would have gone. I think you guys would have rocked the puzzle. You guys destroyed the puzzle during our season. And yeah, I think did. I think you guys would have rocked this puzzle pretty good. Um uh, Keyshawn Wright, I see you in the chat room. Ain't nobody, nobody's hating. I call it like I see it. So stop crying. Wham. Um, really noted. Thanks for the. Uh, hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're here on the detail. This is where Jeff starts throwing shade. I can't believe that they're getting beat by the lifeguards. Well, believe it. Oh, it's so a fair just, statement. It's a fair statement. But no, no, no. Like this race to be anybody's game. Like, like yeah. I said, and I had people say that about like me and mom at times during the race. And like, you can be beat by anybody. So like, don't get cocky. That's true. Well, I think it's, it's a, you know, it's one of those things where we put ourselves in the bottom for the most, the beginning of the race. So I think we were, ourselves were very surprised that we were in the spot where we are and very grateful. So I appreciate I appreciate good teams. I appreciate people who call it like I see it. But what uh, Cody doesn't understand. Uh, let's see. He bases too many things on hunches. He's he's had the same problem in the big brother house. Doesn't listen to Jessica. Bases two things on hunches where she's more the thought out. She, he said he was going to do it. If you watch somebody extra footage, he goes through a couple hunches and they get into a little bit of an argument. Do you think that could possibly be the detriment for team big brother? Cody uh, doing this um, I'm going to go on my hunch and not listen to Jessica again well anytime they say something like this it always makes me a little nervous of like foreshadowing because the the race loves to foreshadow they love it Um, so it always makes me tilt my head to the side a little bit when I hear something like that Mm. I have has interesting, especially with the next week's edit with the double U-turn coming up so this is going to be interesting also noted Jess said she can't drive like just she doesn't know how to do a stitch shift. No, I think she didn't have her driver's license. Mm-hmm. Oh, like she legit couldn't drive. It's like, like it wasn't she couldn't drive option. at all. No, it wasn't an option. I don't know Which I didn't know. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know if you had to have a license or not. We, I think we as long as one person. Yeah. So that's why. That's what that was. It wasn't that something in the race didn't allow her. She just never yeah. started with the license, so she couldn't mm-hmm. drive anywhere. That's interesting. Fun fact. (laughs) I didn't know that. Uh, So I like the bullfighting here. They don't kill people. Team Extreme. Jen doesn't want to follow here. So this is one thing that separates people that we see every season when there's leaders and there's followers. Where uh, you got the lifeguards and you got Team Extreme in the same arena. The lifeguards seem to be kind of leading the way. Uh, Team Ocean Rescue guys leading the way. And they seem to be kind of following you around. They kind of pause and say, you know what, let's go our own way. Um, I love these moments that they kind of define what type of race uh, you guys have run. Do you guys have any sort of mindset with that? Or it's like, if we're in the middle of the pack, we'll follow. If we're in the lead, did you guys have any mindset uh, going in? Uh, Ocean Rescue, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, so at this point of the game, I mean, because we've been so far back from the race, 
we see you know follow, like, <laughs> no choice but to like follow. phil phil said in the thing you want to just follow the ponytails and we're like yeah let's just follow the ponytails and we'll figure out how to get there who cares if we don't get a prize which, we just want to keep going on the race which is interesting because in iceland we actually came out at one point we were first we were on the first flight and we got to the cars first and i got stuck behind the stupid bruma what is that called in english uh, the, the things yeah. to get out of the airport uh -huh. we got stuck on us so we got stuck and all the teams passed us we had and we had two teams we had yale and, and christian at one point we were in front and that's why we got horribly lost and then we were leading the way and we got lost so we yeah. said hey you know what maybe on this one we'll just follow but we noticed that jen and christy got off to go talk to somebody at the gas station and we were at this point we were doing well at that point of that leg, mm -hmm. following the directions. And we're like, let's just go a little further and see what happens. The directions were pretty straightforward on this specific leg for driving. If you followed each, um, each part of the directions, it would tell you what sign to follow as you're going into those roundabouts. And it really kind of gave you a play-by-play -play. along with the map. You know, I kind of basically just put two and two together to make sure I was going the right way. And it was much simpler than other legs, in my opinion. All right. So we're looking at Team Ocean Rescue and they can't seem to make, uh, agree on what the best method is for this. It takes them a little while though, as they argue through it. It seems like Team Extreme uh, gives them a chance to pass them up. Uh, Team Yale says that this task is a uh, lower variance and just more straightforward. And that's why we're picking it. And that's the analytical team that I was expecting to see throwing in the lower variance references. <laughs> I just like when they throw in the moments that uh, they kind of stereotype them into. Like, oh, they're a smart team, so let's throw in when they use some smarter words. So, uh, Big Brother gets lost on the way, and this seemed to have a, a problem uh, for them. Some navigation is going to be an issue. And this is where Team Indy makes up a lot of uh, ground with navigation. And well, Strong, I don't know what the hell happened with them. They seem to get really, really lost. Um, I unfortunately think they're slipping and I, I hate it because we're just getting to know them right now, but I think they are, they are slowly cracking as time goes on. Yeah. They don't seem to be getting stronger. That's for sure. Uh, so team Indy's doing well. Uh, then we, let's go over to the colorful. Uh, <laughs> there's only uh, team chomp seem to be the only ones to do this task. Uh, the Van Gogh task. And they seem to figure out the, the actual puzzle but they didn't hit the little potato chip clip thing up top to open it. Well, no, I think what it was is it's the thing that slowly slid up more and more depending on how many pieces you got. That's what I think the thing was doing. Mm. I have no idea. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah we, there's a reason we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. A clear reason. James is excited about that one. Oh, no, I'm telling you, like, I, my childhood was just a lot of puzzles. Like, like I'm so, like, anytime I, I saw that. it was harder to find, too. Yeah. I think it was a little bit harder to find. Oh, so that's why people didn't go choose that one as well. It, okay, but it seemed to me that it was pretty straightforward. They figured it out, but again, you never know what's going to happen. Um, so the Celebrity Big Brothers have been announced. We'll get to that as soon as we're done with this, so don't worry about, uh, so don't worry about any of that. Uh, those of you who want to get it, we'll get to it in a second. We'll get to in a second. We're almost there. All right. So Tim asks if he could uh, cut off the ear of the Van Gogh guy sitting there. <laughs> it seemed like he was serious. I don't know if it was in yeah, trying to be a he, to he totally wanted to. <laughs> uh, they figure out the puzzle, get stumped on how to open it. I don't know how long they were there, but in the extra footage, it seemed like they were there for quite some time. And let's get to where we're going. 
The big win. Team Ocean Rescue finally gets the win. They're going to win a trip to Bali, which seems like the perfect honeymoon destination. Get to Corey, how was Bali? It was, well, I mean. Oh, no, don't ruin this moment. No, I mean, I've always wanted to go to Bali, but I mean, we were, yeah, we were there yeah, racing for two days and we weren't yeah. even on the touristy side of the island. So yeah. we slept on a boat. And it yeah. rocked all night sounds long. Like, sounds <laughs> like to me. But I still oh. say, I still say it was like Bali was absolutely one of my favorite places we went mm -hmm. to, and and I do want to go back because it was just beach and water and yeah. sun, and that's me, and that's my type of vacation. Yeah. So I was excited when I saw you guys got that. Can we do? Oh, a, we? Can we do? A, no, I, I love how Brittany tried to say that. She was like, "You're talking about rocking on that line," and Brittany was like, oh, "I love that." The boat, and then being on a the boat. boat. Yes, the because boat. at this point, apparently, I've made myself into be this like crazy person by my verbal diarrhea. But truthfully, I love posts. You know, so yeah. I'm just giving you your time. I'm just giving you your time. I know you are, and that's why I love you. As I say, bring lots of sunscreen. Our entire cast got sunburnt beyond. We don't wear sunscreen. <laughs> We're ocean lifeguards. You I don't either. Tan, so That's easy. a good Latina skin. Soy mexicana, por favor. Well, I thought the same about me, and I was yeah. red one of the first yeah. times ever in my life. So. so they get the private beach, they get the massage, they get the dinner, and then boom, gets the proposal. Everybody's crying. It's a beautiful moment. I, I couldn't have been more perfect. And initially said you weren't going to do it during your first win, but I guess was it because it was one of the most – Beautiful it ocean. Did take us, well, it did take I, us a I while was, to get the first win. So maybe I was I never going to force, like some people might under misunderstand it. I was never going to force an engagement on the race. If I at any point lost in a really bad point, which we've been doing up to this <laughs> point, I was never going to force an engagement. Yeah. So if it didn't feel right, I was going to take that ring home with me and I would have done it somewhere else, maybe on sequestered or somewhere other, you know, other place that I had in mind. But it just... We got to France. We did this whole leg. I heard that trip that we went to Bali, and it was like, oh, my gosh. And if you've seen the, the extra footage on YouTube, some people thought it might have been set up for us. And you can see how we were going to turn off and let Jen and Chrissy actually win that leg. And uh, we just made the right decision. It just all worked out perfectly. Yeah, and it was it was. I'm really happy I did it there. Yeah, people pretty subconsciously knew it was coming because I don't know if you noticed when she won. She's like, we won. Oh, my gosh, we won. No, I'm Mexican and I speak a lot with my hands. <laughs> well, yeah. just, if you notice in every single edit of me, I'm like this, you know? know. So It was just perfect because it was like I the know. left hand only in stream. <laughs> subconsciously that's great uh, we saw team extreme jen was actually getting emotional before the proposal it seemed to cry did you guys seem to bond with the uh, yes. team extreme is that why that it was so yeah, emotional they're, they're they're 100 just amazing women and we really bonded with them throughout the whole leg and they were very competitive they yeah. would help you if it didn't affect them but if not they wouldn't like they're they're they were smart about it and i respect them 100 percent for the way they game, they played the game and there's just a love there and i think she anticipated it before me no she saw her face like her face her face is my second most favorite thing of the episode but like when she was like <gasps> and then she was like trying not to ruin it because she saw she got inside of it she's like oh crap i know she, she, she asked her, she's like i'm so sorry and i'm like uh-oh i would hate to uh bring you guys through um, what a woman feels when she's getting proposed to. Cause I know, you know, a lot of people don't really care about that, but I saw everything else around me from 
Dean, the sound guy, crying to, you know, oh. Jen's reaction. And just this, the light was, like, shining, like, you know, everything was perfect. And I didn't get to really pay attention to, like, what mattered most to me was what he was going to say, which he never talks about his feelings. So I was, I'm always, like, badgering him, you know. So, and it was, so the it was whole great. idea, and I know I've been getting some of this on, you know, on yeah. on social media regarding why would I do such a big engagement and, you know, on national television. Well, it's the opposite of what he is. What I am is I'm not very public. I don't do a lot of public affection. Yeah. So I figured what better way um, to do it. To make a, ge- a big, huge gesture. Yeah, step out of your comfort zone. Exactly. Oh, I thought it was beautiful. I love Every it. bit of it. So did I. Stop it. You're going to make me cry. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry yeah. about anybody else. This is your world. This is your world. People it, it are, was, they, who cares? It's your bubble. Yeah, yes, no, it was exactly. absolutely beautiful. And being able to relive it, I have yet to be able to watch it without crying. And just being able to listen to what he says and the feeling there and everything, it's just, you know. One thing Phil told me that I'll never forget, he goes, because um, I asked for pictures along the race, like, oh, can you text, send me those? Because you know how they take pictures. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you're going to have the most expensive travel <laughs> vacation video ever. Yes. <laughs> you have this video. What do you need this one picture for? You have video cameras from 20 people mm-hmm. filming you. Like, yeah. So he, I, I, you just remember that moment. Like, it's great. And, and yeah. it's cool that you guys are part of history along the Amazing Race. So congratulations. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, guys. I proposed on a fake Amazing Race. <laughs> so you guys did it on a real race. So. And one small piece of information. She actually carried the ring the whole entire time. The whole time. So she was and in charge of our fanny pack uh, that had all our important documents and money and uh-huh. clues. And what I did was I hid it in a small little blue uh, bag that was... It's a, it's a pocket mask. It's a micro shield for yeah. CPR. And it's something that I would never look into. I wouldn't open it because I would assume that's what it was. And it was it's so normal to me to carry one wherever we go that I, I just wouldn't even have thought twice and about I asked, it. And I asked that just a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I was like, how the hell did he hide this for like weeks? Because like you're always set together. So I was like, how did he hide this? But good so, and, I put, and I put that inside the little case that I had for the headphones because I figured if I ever got through security and it beeped, they would actually look at the headphones and be like, oh, okay, it's just headphones. So, um, you know, we were not allowed to take electronics, but the headphones aren't anything that can do anything for the trip, so. And it was an easy way to, you know, Carry consolidate it. it and Which I left in France. I left the headphones over there, so. <laughs> um, well, at least you got the ring, right? You got the white. You got the uh, white, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the Team Firefighters did a great job. Team Yale up at the top. Well, strong. Uh, team Big Brother seems to be falling towards the bottom, getting lost there. Well, strong way in the back, but uh, even further than them is Team Chomp. Um, Tim is not sure if I'll ever be able to get let it go. Tim, no, you won't. Sorry. No, you really won't. You, I, I promise you, like, for all the people that have been eliminated this season so far or in the future episodes, like, your elimination episode is going to make your stomach turn, and you're not going to be able to watch it many times <laughs> after that. Like, I can't watch my elimination episode. I just can't. And then Phil, I cannot believe Phil throws it. It's a tough pill to swallow in it. Oh, Phil, the puns while they're going out. And Joey, we aren't wieners today. He tries. He tries to. Uh, poor guys. I, they weren't ready for the race. Uh, I, I appreciated the fact that it seemed like Tim was really passionate about it. But they, they weren't. I don't think they ever had a chance at, at, but they got to at least run the race. So good for them. Um, James Earl, seal clap. 
Oh, God, you don't even have to ask what my silk lab is going to be. My silk lab is Ocean Rescue for the proposal. That was so freaking beautiful and so exciting and just everything. James Arrow, LOL moment. Or Corey. Um, I'm sorry, Corey. I, Eric and Daniel made both made the same pun separately about the stock exchange and i didn't know if they even heard each other do it but literally they both made the same bad stock exchange pun and i rolled my eyes the first time and then i laughed really hard when the second one did it so i i will give them that and you know tyler and i loved puns when we were on the show so i'm definitely giving it to the the firefighters for this week Oh, they were very punny. All right, here we go. Uh, I am actually going to give mine to uh, Team Extreme for not being followers, for deciding to be leaders and making sure that they are vocal about it, that we're going to choose our own path. I thought that was always something that you should do on the race. Uh, Why follow when you can lead? Uh, So I think that's something that uh, I I always try to – uh, be a part of instead of running with the pack i make the pack follow me so that was kind of always the, the way i thought it so i'm giving them the um super fan move but who cares because the episode belongs to team ocean rescue the perfect from worst to first you're proof that i mean you can literally turn it around in one episode and that's when i think we learned that we learned how crazy the race is that it really doesn't matter what skills or what you have into it that it just Everything aligns, and it's really anybody's game. It's insane how much that it's true. Could win, Does winning one leg give you the confidence to say that we can win this all? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our, our mindset's completely changed. After this from, year. From feeling like, oh, my God, this is what, – what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Like, get it together. That to, we have a chance to actually do one, not like, yeah. oh, no, we're going to get kicked off on the next night. We're going to get kicked off. And on all the, the frustrations, you know, it, all the frustrations that everything else gives you, it, it pretty much diminishes all the skills that you actually have. I mean, we've got a lot of skills between the both of us, and there's a lot of things that we, we, we are really good at. But if we're always so frustrated and we can't, you know, perform, then what's the point, you know? Absolutely. All right. Seems like another uh, a very cool place that I'd love to visit coming up next, going to Prague in the Czech Republic. It looks like this is what the episodes that everybody's been waiting for. Uh, Team Big Brother is going to show their Big Brother ways. Maybe we'll find out. It Could it be editing? It looks like Team Big Brother screws over Team in the end, Team Ocean Rescue by lying to them. There's a double U-turn ahead, so it's pretty bad time to screw over two teams. Uh, it looks like there's a beer de- detour where you drink it or bathe in it, possibly, uh, in the bonus footage here. Uh, Cody also says there's a clear four top teams, Big Brother, Indy, Extreme, and Yale. So let's talk about some of these things. What do you think, James Earl? So it's crazy that there's been five different teams that have won first place, but there the numbers actually do show like a perfect spread of teams. And it's crazy. Like most of the time there's usually like a clump up top, maybe a clump in the middle, and then just like some lowers. But this one literally just goes straight down it. So from bottom to top, Desi and Kayla unfortunately are at eleven, April and Sarah ten. But this is where it kind of gets interesting. So Cedric and Son are seven point two five, Eric and Daniel are six point six. Joey and Tim, 6.2. Lucas and Brittany coming up with a 6. Trevor and uh, Chris, 4.8. Henry and Evan, 4.4. Alex and Connor, 3.6. Cody and Justa, 3.2. And Christian and Jen, 2.4. So it's literally just like a continuous spread without much plumping to it. The thing that I find interesting is in leg five, uh, kind of three teams went outside of their spectrum. Some went up, some went down. So Lucas and Brittany and then Eric and Daniel – 
they had a significant improvement in how they had been doing. So Lucas and Brittany, before this land, their highest place was six. And then they drove from six, like that's our highest, to all the way to first place. Eric and Daniel, about the same. So they were at seventh and they jumped up to three. Uh, Cody wow. and Just, yeah, Cody and Jesta actually took a dip in their average. So before this last led, Cody and Jesta were 2.5, which is right there with Christy and Jen, but they actually dropped to 3.2 because of their lower placement with this. Oh, so, like, oh. So, so right now, Team Extreme, clear, yeah. clear first place, <laughs> Team Big Brother. But see, what that tells me, though, is when the numbers are that not not so clumped, it means people are all over the place, which means I think this is anybody's game. Uh-oh. Well, I do. It's proven by five different winners, five different legs. I'm sure uh, it's co- we could be heading for a new record, possibly, for the most teams to win a leg in one season. That'd be cool. But actually, no, I don't – could we? Like, at no, this point in time – at this point in time, the people that have been eliminated, no one no one got first. So eventually you're going to have to start teams doubling up. The only people that haven't won a lead that's in it is Trevor and Chris and then Eric and Daniel. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll see. I have to go back. I think that might be the record. But Big Brother, uh, drama, is this real? Do you think this is real? Is this editing? What are we talking about? Is this, uh, there is, this is commercial, so this is going to be editing. There's going to be drama because it's a U-turn, and there's always drama on a U-turn lid. But I do think this is commercial drama, like sound clips and sound bites mushed together. Uh, <laughs> our boys, uh, <laughs> the nine teams won TAR 4. Wow. So, so no, we can't, we, you can't beat that then. Dang. We're at a point where we can't. All right, but double U-turn. Big Brother in trouble. Corey? Um, I would think any of those. Yeah, I mean, I kind of had thought the same thing going into this episode that I thought there was like a clear kind of front group. And I would think Big Brother, Yale, and, and Team Extreme would kind of be the targets. But as we know, it depends on who gets to the, the board first. And it depends on if it's like last season at all, where uh, you just get to decide to you turn someone before even completing the task. So, right, without spoiling anything, uh, Team Ocean Rescue, were there talks of alliances about uh, U-turn boards? If you get there, we're going to U-turn this person, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think all those talks were probably personally done within each team. They weren't at this point. There was, I don't think there was. I know there we was, didn't. There was nothing between. It's just our conversation. Um, it was obvious was. to us. Yeah. Was it on the clue that you read? Be careful, you turn ahead. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, yes. That's always there. Well, I didn't know if they were trying to surprise them because uh, I think that would have been a, a nice little twist to it to just surprise. Oh, them. you just show up somewhere and there's a YouTube and there's board. a YouTube board. You're like, oh my god! So there's no like thought. It's just like it's meditation. It gets people like to make mistakes. I love that. I do too. That'd be fun. Uh, beer, dear, beer, dear, beer, dear tour. <laughs> the beer detour looks like drinking or bathing it. You already said that, Justin. <laughs> would you have a problem drinking it? Uh, uh, bathing in it? I want I mean, to do both. Right? That just sounds like uh, a Saturday night to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It seems like it's going to be really fun. Uh, Team Ocean Rescue, uh, how, how has everything been for you guys? Uh, are you guys okay now? Are you guys happy? Are you guys uh, married? Is there a date going to be set? What's going on? 
we've technically only been officially engaged for a couple of days. Give us, give us a second <laughs> to breathe, Justin. Technically, I don't know if you had. To, listen, it sounds like you had everything already planned. I figured you'd already have the name of your the person. What thirty-one-year-old that's been with her boyfriend for nine years has not had a, a wedding plan in her mind? I'm sorry. There you go. So I figured there'd be a date. You'd be like, yeah, not the perfect date. date. It's like eight, ten, twelve, or well, I don't. I was thinking about nine years, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we appreciate it. It's so cool. Do you guys, um, you guys, I'm all right. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna go get the big uh, celebrity Big Brother names. Oh, Justin, I don't care about that. Well, I'll Google it. I gotta watch the Grammys. <laughs> oh, good. okay. All right, guys. I love you. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, those of you in the chat room talking junk, if you want to continue it, I'll talk to you on Twitter. I got some things I want to say, but I didn't want to give you the airtime on our show. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming and hanging out with us. We appreciate you guys spending the time with us. Team Ocean Rescue, congratulations. I hope you guys continue to kick some ass on the race and show them how it's done. Hate is going to hate. Good luck next week with the Jody Army. You're going to need it. Uh, (laughs) Wow, you made it all the way through the podcast. If you want to continue to support the Races Recap, please check us out at racesrecap.com.